How are you? It's Oliver Fernandez. And today I've been sharing with you the top 10 things that were impactful on my journey into entrepreneurship. Today, we're going to walk through the number four thing, and it has something to do with the most valuable resource we all have. At the age of 26, my business was half a million dollars in debt. As an entrepreneur, you get pushed around. The question I faced was, how would I crawl out from underneath the debt and grow my business? The exciting part is, I have a multi-million dollar business now. But the truth is, there is no perfect entrepreneur. Join me and follow along as I share with you the mindset and business strategies needed to grow any company. My name is Oliver Fernandez. Welcome to The Imperfect Entrepreneur. One thing that is for sure is life is always changing. We thought we were on a good rhythm with our baby girl Liliana, sleeping-wise. She was sleeping through the night, and this week was a total curveball. She started waking up in the middle of the night every hour or two screaming. For me, watching Liliana grow has opened my eyes to how the game of life works. One day, I'm going to take all the principles of life that she has brought to my attention and share them with you. So today, we're going to discuss the number four thing on my journey into entrepreneurship. And remember, we are focusing our intention on what went right instead of what went wrong. I shared with you the first three things that went right. The number one thing was I actually took the leap. I didn't just talk about it. I took action. I moved forward by taking the leap into entrepreneurship. I started off as an entrepreneur at a business, working for somebody. And then I took the leap into entrepreneurship, becoming my own boss, creating my own product, creating my own vision. The number two thing was I didn't quit. I didn't give up. No matter how hard the situation got, I continued to move forward. I didn't want to move forward all the time. But I did, and I just continued to do it. I was committed. And what is commitment again? Commitment doesn't care how you feel. Commitment doesn't care if you're tired. Commitment doesn't care if you're in pain. Commitment doesn't care if you feel stupid. It doesn't care how you feel. Commitment is you saying you're going to do something, and you follow through with it, and you continue to move forward. The number three thing was, I took ownership for everything at the company. I didn't allow myself to blame other people anymore. I started taking ownership for where the company was and where it was going to go. And then that's when I was able to sign good contracts for the company. I was able to put the company in a position to win because I took ownership. I took ownership for where we were and where we were going to go. And anybody that got in the way of that was, wasn't aligned with the company because it was going in another direction. Now, the th- number four thing was time. I bought myself time. Looking back in reflection, this was extremely important. 
And one of the major reasons I'm still standing today was I bought myself time. It's the most valuable resource that we have. Yes, it's more valuable than money. Yes, it's more valuable than gold. Yes, it's more valuable than diamonds. And you may ask, Oliver, how is time more valuable than money, gold, and diamonds? Well, time is more valuable than all of those things because time, we can never get it back. We can never get back the second right now. We can always make more money. We can always buy more gold. We can always buy more diamonds, but we can never get back this second. So time is the most important resource we all have. And by buying myself time to actually think, to actually go through in reflection what I had done wrong so that I knew where I wanted to go moving forward was so impactful in the trajectory that I took going forward. And I had to take ownership for what I had done in the past. I had to look in reflection and say, hey, you know, that decision wasn't good. But the reason why I made that decision was because of this. So next time this comes up, I'm not going to make that decision. I'm going to make this decision. Like going back to the example with the contract, right? The first contract that I we got um, for that I-4 contract where we were connecting Tampa, Florida to Orlando, we had signed that contract without specifying our payment terms. That put us in a lot of trouble. We now were at the mercy of another contractor. That contractor that we were doing everything we could to provide and produce and create results for him. We did everything we were asked to do. And we weren't getting paid to keep our business moving forward. So what did we do? I took ownership for that. And then the con- the next contracts that we signed, I made sure that we had in there, we were getting paid in 14 days. And we weren't going to sign the contract unless we were getting paid in 14 days. And then once we actually were executing on the work, I then enforced the payment in 14 days. I took ownership for where we were going. And I could only reason why I was able to take ownership is because I took the time, the most valuable resource we all have to look in reflection what I had done wrong. And then focus on what I did wrong. I focused on what I wanted to do right next time. And that bought myself time to think and to, to create and to be creative because the situation that I was in was horrible. I had bill collectors calling, right? I had, I had, had vendors calling. I had people that also had put in a lot of work, call and ask for their money. And then that's when I had to step up. That's when I had to get the courage to let them know the current situation, let them know the truth, but also let them know that they were going to get their money. That took a lot of courage. And we all have shown courage in our life where we stepped up and we actually said we were going to do something that was tough, but we actually told the truth. 
and moved forward in a way so that that truth that we told was going to be a reality. And those vendors that I told that I needed more time with, those vendors that I told I can't have your $50,000 right now, I can pay you five grand right now. Those vendors believed what I had to say. Why did they believe what I had to say? Because when I told them I was going to have their five grand, I always had their five grand. But that bought me time. I had a huge bill to pay, but by buying the time to actually think about how I was going to proceed moving forward actually gave me the the creativity and the, the ideas that were actually going to move my company forward. The ideas of working directly for the owner, not working as a subcontractor, but working directly for the owner, where I touch the money first, where they pay me first. I do a good job. They pay me. It wasn't any fighting for my money anymore. I also pulled revenues forward. I used the pay me in 14 days method, right? Like we were working for Skanska, downtown Tampa, and we were installing 84 inch pipe. They were struggling. They couldn't install the pipe. They were falling behind in schedule. And this was a multi hundred million dollar job. They were falling behind on their schedule, which was costing them more money. So I let them know, we'll execute on this work. We'll install this 84-inch pipe that you can't install, but we want to get paid in 14 days. I was pulling revenues forward to buy me more time, to buy me time to figure out where we were going because I knew the current path we were on wasn't going to be the path that was going to take us where we wanted to go. So I called, I called my vendors. I pulled revenues forward. I had to get the courage to do both. I had to get the courage to call my vendors and let them know the current situation and let them know I wasn't going to have their full payment. I had to get the courage to stand up to the contractors that we were working for and tell them we wanted to get paid in 14 days and we weren't going to do the work unless we were able to get paid in 14 days. But that courage bought me the time to figure out the plan. And putting together that plan took the time. We always want things now, but sometimes the things don't come now when we want them. The ideas come when we need them. The process takes patience. It takes time to actually bake. When you're making a cake, right, you don't just put it in the oven and pull it right out of the oven and say, oh, the cake is done, right? You put it in the oven and you let it bake. You have patience for the cake to actually bake and rise and produce something that you actually want to eat. When my my wife had our baby girl, Liliana, there was a 10-month process. I always thought it was nine, but it was actually 10. It's 10 months to have a baby. The baby has to grow. There's a process of, of the baby growing, right? 
So we need to be patient and let the process play out. And that's exactly what buying time did for me in that moment. It allowed for the process to pay, play out. It allowed for me to build the strength to actually go work directly for the owner. To understand the needs of the owner and to actually understand what I needed to be and how I needed to provide for that owner. And I got committed to the growth. I got committed to doing whatever it took to work directly for the owner. And that was going to take me growing. I couldn't use the same strategies as being a subcontractor working directly for the owner. I had to step up and grow. But buying time allowed me to step up and grow. By buying time, it allowed me to to create the results that I wanted for the business. We need time to figure out what we want. And that's what I did. There's a Steve Jobs quote where he mentioned that when he was a young boy, he reached out to the owner of Hewlett Packard. And he asked the owner of Hewlett Packard for some transistors. And the owner of Hewlett Packard, this was when his phone number was still in the telephone book. He picked up the phone and he gave Steve Jobs the transistors so that he can tinker around with them. And Steve Jobs was a young boy at this time, 10 years old. The owner of Hewlett Packard also offered Steve Jobs a job in the plant that summer. And what I learned from that story here about Steve Jobs is that it takes courage to ask. Most people would have never called the owner of Hewlett Packard and asked them for transistors, especially a 10-year-old boy. But Steve Jobs did do that. And by Steve Jobs doing that, he got the result that he wanted. So by buying time, It takes courage, but it allows us to get the results we want. I don't know if I didn't ask those contractors to extend their payment terms. If they were, they weren't going to do it. But I had to ask because I knew I didn't have the money. I had to have the courage to ask. And that's exactly what Steve Jobs did. Buying time was the single most important thing getting me out of that debt. And it allowed me to grow into the person that could actually stand up and run the company once I had the opportunity to run the company and get the company going in the direction that I wanted it to go in, that it needed to go in. It couldn't continue to lose money and stay alive. And that's why I pushed and we all pushed, me and my team pushed to keep it growing and keep it moving forward in the direction we wanted it to go. I can't wait to share with you next time 
what I did with the time that I got. With love, keep putting one foot in front of the next. Thank you for listening to The Imperfect Entrepreneur. Please remember to subscribe and leave feedback. 